Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 90210 Show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my wife, Carol. How are you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is February 19th, 1999. It is? 2-19-99. <laughs> is that a, a happy day? I don't know. Are you happy? I'm happy. I'm happy. We watched an episode of 90210. And we had some champagne, but shh. <laughs> don't tell the listeners. <laughs> It was it was an episode where everybody was drinking lots of champagne and it just looked really good. Oh, is that what is that why? Yeah. Oh, okay. All of a sudden we're watching the tape and all of a sudden Carol's like, <laughs> "Wants some champagne?" Yeah, That's what she have sounds some. like when she's there. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, sure, let's have some champagne." So we had some. Well, because the girls went out and they were drinking. And yeah, that's true. The girls went out and drinking and then a new character came in and stole a bottle of champagne. Yeah. And I was just like, that, that's that's my limit. I got to I gotta have some, too. Yeah, once she sees two people drinking champagne. Once <laughs> Is it Carol five o'clock somewhere? <laughs> once Carol sees two people doing anything, she has to also do it. Yeah, that's we how. have to stop to have sex a lot. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So, this episode, what happened? It's the, it's co- the morning after is what it's called. Because it's the day after, well, actually, it takes place kind of the night of. Yeah, it doesn't start in the morning. It starts in the evening. It starts in the evening with them cleaning up the aftermath of their res- non-reception, I yeah, guess. but we find out why there's going to be a morning after yeah. because uh, some things happen. There's got to be a morning after. Is that a song? Yeah. For real? Where, from what? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know this song. I made it up. Um, <laughs> of course, it's, did. it's from the sixties, I think, or seven, maybe early seventies. Earlier today, he was singing a song, mm-hmm. and then he told me he made it up, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, sing it again," because I wanted to pay attention because I love him. And I was like, "Oh, he made up a song." Yeah, you know what it was? It he was... lied to me. <laughs> He's a liar. It was. Um, uh... Oh my gosh! How's it, was it some Vietnam song? No, not a Vietnam song. <laughs> I was singing a Vietnam song later. He does a lot goodbye, of singing around the house. Saigon by Billy Joel. We have a singing house. The song I was singing was uh, In Dreams by Weezer from the Blue Album, their first album. Okay. 1994's uh, Only in Dreams. Only in Dreams, we see what it is. Or, you know, yeah, know yeah, Weezer. That's a, it's yeah. uh, the 10th. I got it. Track 10 from the Blue Album. <laughs> The one with Buddy Holly and the sweater song. I know that. I know it's both those songs. Great. It's a great album. Really. Yeah. Anyway, so 90210, they are cleaning up the aftermath of the party. And they're like, okay, everybody, you can go home now. So, like, right there, you know they're thinking about fucking. I mean, that was my impression immediately. I mean, I kind of thought that because Kelly was like, Kelly was like, yeah, you know, we, we don't we don't need these gifts or whatever. We don't need you guys. Uh, you yeah. Scattered <laughs> along or whatever. And it's like. We both, the last episode, Carol and I were both like, oh, um, so they're, they're, they're not getting married, but they'll just keep dating. And then they were like, oh, you know, I'll move my shit out and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, they're, they're breaking up too. Interesting. I didn't think they were at that point. I did. And then it's like, now they're kind of acting like, well, maybe we won't break up. And 
they he asks this is the instigating uh incident mm-hmm. he asks her did you eat anything and she's like no i was too busy like you know talking to people or whatever like a normal wedding reception which, i guess which yeah like our wedding reception like we didn't get to eat that much really. i ate did you yeah i ate a little bit but i didn't get to eat a lot oh, i made sure i fucking ate we <laughs> we had we had some of the cake the cake was the best cake i've ever eaten mm-hmm. in my whole life but I didn't get this because when you're when you're the couple, it is hard to find time to do anything. You're talking to everyone, everyone. I mean, it's nice, but yeah, everyone wants because you like everybody that's there. Everybody wants to come up and talk to you. Everyone wants to say hi to you. Like you are schmoozing basically the entire night mm-hmm. until you go to you know the hotel room and everything. But <laughs> so he's like, they're they're kind of trying a little bit of the food. And he's like, oh, and the best, you know, the cake. And they do the little thing where they, like, he feeds her some of the cake mm-hmm. and she feeds him some of the cake. And then they look at each other. And, and they just attack. Yep. And they start kissing. <laughs> Which is kind of, like, fucked up. I mean, like. She's in her wedding dress. Yeah. I mean, I get it because they look good, but you just decided not to marry each other. Maybe not the time. Yeah. It's weird. The whole thing's weird. They're way too polite. Like, they mutually decided. This was a, the only mutual breakup I've ever seen actual in the whole world. Yeah, except for that episode of Jerry Seinfeld. Okay. I guess I guess the show's just called Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what episode you're talking about. There's an episode where, uh, like, he and his girlfriend at the same time blurt, uh, you know, I think we should break up. And then mm. they just kind of look at each other and they're like... And they smile and they both just get up and like <laughs> split the check, you know, they just like get up and walk away and no one will believe Jerry that it's a mutual breakup. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, so the, yeah, this is like the, you know, one of the only ones I've ever seen. But what's weird about it is as the episode goes on, it becomes unmutual. Yeah. And that was why it was a mistake to put his dick inside of her. Yeah. You which don't is, do that. Which is what happens. Because they, yeah, they start attacking each other and then they, they go up to the bedroom. Yeah, they have sex yep. in their wedding clothes, mm-hmm. which is like what you would have done if you actually got married, you weirdos. Right. Um, and then the next day, she's just going through inventory of they they want to give back all the wedding gifts, which is honorable. But I they're suppose. not actually giving them back. Or was Steve just returning his own gifts? No, Steve was returning gifts for him, but he was asking for them, but he was asking for individual receipts because, like, they're not sure what they can get back for the gifts. So he got store credit back for the gifts on individual receipts, which will be mailed to the people who gave them those gifts. okay. So it's like in lieu of whatever. So instead of just physically giving them back the gift, that's actually nice because Because it's less work for them. Now they don't have the chore of having to do that. Yeah. It's actually very uh, considerate of them. True. But yeah, so she's going through the inventory of everything and he's trying to talk to her like, hey, about last night and everything. And she's like... Completely ignores him. And then he gets pissed off. And who wouldn't? Because he's like, you you know, uh, she's like, don't, shouldn't we talk about like uh, logistics or whatever? Do like do this, do that. He's like, yeah, I would like to talk about some shit, but uh, apparently you don't want to talk about anything. So I'm going to work. Yeah. And then she shows up at work later and she's all like upset like how can you just go through your day because you know mm-hmm. what happened meant something to me didn't mean something to you and it's he's like this is how i deal with things yeah and it's like it, he wanted to talk to you earlier yeah he didn't want to go through his day he wanted to talk to you but you didn't want to talk to him yeah it was weird yeah it's fucked up and, and then 
they end up like together again in that evening. I think mm. they had sex again. I think they did too. And they're like outside snuggling on the patio furniture talking about, oh, this is so nice. And it's like, what What are you doing? Now, I've got to say, like I've had some breakups where it's not like immediately like, oh, it's over, even though you said it's over. Mm-hmm. But this was a wedding that got yeah. called off. This was a very public. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it just seems really weird that they're having so much back and forth of whether or not they're still going to be together. Mm-hmm. It seems like when you call off a giant wedding, it's over. Yeah. Well, her girlfriends try to take her out before the big snuggling happens. Oh, yeah. And they go to the club, you know, the, the only place they know. The club. The, the after dark. And um, they, uh, you know, she's like, oh, maybe you should try to, you know, when you're ready, their boys are going to be lined up for you or whatever. And she's like, yeah. Six deep, she said. Yeah, cool, cool. <laughs> and then a guy walks up and he's oh, like. Oh, he had too big of a forehead. He's, he was not going to get anywhere with somebody like Jenny Garth's character. Come on, he, he he was six deep, huh? He was not. He was not okay for her. Do you want to dance? And she's like, ah, I'm not sure. And he's like, or she's like, I don't. Whatever. And he's like, yeah. She said, I'm not sure. But you, oh, but you, but you're not sure about. Or no, she. What did she say? I don't think so. That I was don't it. think so. He's like, oh, but you're not sure. It's like that's desperation. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, no, I don't want to. Yeah, I have a boyfriend. That's oh yeah, that's what she said. Because Which was a lie. Well, she's worried. Uh, Valerie's going around telling everyone the truth. Which, yeah, which remind we'll, me what happened there because I feel like I missed something. Which we'll get to. All right. What do you mean? Because it, I feel like that was part of her conversation with David towards the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go. We can talk about that real quick. At the very beginning of the episode, I guess maybe you guys are are curious about this too because right. we were curious. We about left it. off on a cliffhanger. Well, we left off on the cliffhanger of does she have AIDS or not? Well, in true 90210 fashion, we don't get to see the doctor actually give the results or anything like that. But her and David are sitting on the edge of a cliff having a conversation. And they're like, um, he's like, oh, it's a second chance or whatever. And like, she's like, I've been through this already or whatever. And like, and he's like, yo, you know, let's recap it or whatever. Like, they, he basically looks at the camera and is like, let's recap it for the audience, though. And he's like, yeah, you just got a diagnosis of uh, not guilty. Not guilty <laughs> of having negative, HIV. Negative results, yeah. So she's like, I don't deserve it or whatever. And she's talking about what a bad person she is and all this stuff. And he's like, look, um, you know, you deserve a second chance. And then later they cut and they're at the club. Or not the club, they're at uh, the Peach Pit. <laughs> they're at the peach pit and he's like yeah you you need to be honest or whatever like that's the problem like you lie to people you push people away you should be honest and she's like okay and i'll be honest and that's basically it like okay he's like be brutally honest and she was he didn't say brutally did he well, no no he that's said, how she takes it he says you should be honest with people instead of telling lies be a good because she's like it she says she's talking about karma basically she's like i feel like if you're a good person then you, you know good things should happen to you if you're a bad person bad things should happen to you and he's like we'll be a good person and she's like it doesn't erase all the bad from the past though and he's like just fucking do it and <laughs> just so, be good valerie and so she's trying to be honest mm-hmm. but she's being honest in a in a mean way which he calls out later yeah but you're bludgeoning people with the truth the first thing that she does is uh, Nat's like, hey, you want a club sandwich today, Valerie? And she's like, yeah, I don't feel like it. And he's, she's like, what about a, a what's the burger? They have mega burger, mm-hmm. you know, the big burger he makes. She's like, no, I don't like them. 
And then she looks through the thing and she's like, quesadillas, chicken fingers. She goes, Nat, you gotta fucking update this menu. Yeah, she totally insults him. a piece of shit. And she's like, oh, okay, I'll do that. And walks away. And then, so, throughout the episode, she's in the background being brutally honest with everyone. Mm -hmm. And what she does with Kelly is she walks up to Kelly's table and she's like, hey, uh, you know, you, you move fast or whatever. And everyone's like, Valerie, just fucking not now. Shut up. And she's like, no, I, I'm, I'm just saying I'm glad for you that you're that you're moving on because, uh, you know, I thought that if you couldn't make it work with Brandon, you couldn't make it work with anybody. And I'm glad that, you know, you're, you're trying to move on and I hope you prove me wrong. And then she walks away and it like devastates. It's like a fucking mental bomb in uh, yeah. Kelly's cerebellum. Do you think that's part of why she's like all of a sudden like really trying to make it worth work with him? Yes, I think that's definitely a big reason. Because she says to the girl, she's like, what if... What if she's right? Yeah, what if she's right? And she's, she's incredibly scared about being alone, basically. Yeah. And they're like, no, she's not. But what if she is? And then she goes to Brandon and is basically like, Brandon, like, I think we made a mistake and shit. And he's mm. like, uh, I don't think we did. <laughs> he didn't say that, unfortunately. He fucked her instead. And, well, yeah, that's true. Um, but so he comes to her. She gets mad at him. And then he comes to her. And that's when they have sex again. And then that's when he's like, maybe we can make this work or whatever. Because he's also feeling scared lonely and scared and then that's when they're cuddling and she's like let's go on our honeymoon yeah and he's like no that's not a good idea and she's like come on it's a trip and it's fun or we already have the tickets i agree with her they're fucking they're getting along they already paid for this trip go Mm -hmm. on the trip and then figure your shit out well he says yes yeah so he's like he she convinces him and he says yes until the end of the episode (laughs) When he says no. Yeah. And he's like, because he's talking to all his buddies and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And he's the four like, of them walking shoulder to shoulder on the beach. Have a long heart to heart. Two scenes of them on the beach. It's, yeah. It's bizarre. Like, do dudes do that? Because it doesn't seem like a thing dudes do. Not really, no. <laughs> dudes will talk about relationships sure. and stuff like that, but not, not shoulder to shoulder on a beach. <laughs> it was a very weird scene. But they, uh, she, he's like, um, yeah, I don't know what to do or whatever and everything. And um, he's talking about going on the vacation with her. And she, he's like, what should I do? And they're all like, no. Don't do that. <laughs> the uh, the Asian woman that uh, works with them. Lindsay? I think so. Who's in the credits now. Yeah. She got a starring, so good for her. Maybe she's going to get Steve after all. Pay raise. I don't know. Something's going to happen. Steve's storyline is fun, so. Mm. <laughs> But she, um, you know, all of them, they're saying, like, no. And, like, David comes up and he's like, David, you'll, you'll tell me yes or whatever. And David's like. He didn't answer. No. <laughs> but it was answer enough. Yeah. And so I think he finally comes to the conclusion that, like, he can't. Because uh, Lindsay or, or the, the woman is like, don't string her along. Mm-hmm. You're leading her on and don't do that. Because he has so many. Like, he thinks. Deep down, he thinks they did the right thing, that they shouldn't be together. Right. And so finally, at the end of the episode, he comes up to her, to the thing, and he's like, yeah, we shouldn't do it. See, when they broke up, though, okay, I feel like she's the one who said it, but she said, you don't want to get married to him. Mm -hmm. Not, I don't want to get married. So maybe it was more of her recognizing that he didn't want to do it than her not wanting to do it. Maybe, but she also, like, seemed to be having her doubts, too. Yeah, yeah. 
But I think if he'd been like, no, I do, they would have gotten married. Probably, yes. If he had pushed for it, I think, I think so. But he was just like, yeah, you're right. I don't want to do it. Or no, he said, you don't want to either. But um, he, uh, so she's like, this is actually really good acting from Jenny Garth, too. She, um, she gets a little, like, angry. She's like, what the fuck? He's like, look, you came to me. You needed comfort or whatever. She's like, yeah. And you, like, she's like, you came to me. Like, or he, she goes, you came to me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because he came to the beach house. Night, yeah. And she's like, yeah, I was, you know, I needed comfort. I was like, she's like, yeah, and I fucking need comfort today and tomorrow, the next day, asshole. And who's going to give me that? Right. It's like she's, it's actually really good. And she's all pissed off and she uh, storms off and goes into her room. Slams the door in his face. Picks up the present that presumably she bought him and throws it against oh, the I wall. Fair. I thought it was just a random wedding present, but yeah. I, th- I, I think it's something she bought for him. Maybe. Yeah, so they don't go on their honeymoon together. No. And they're not getting back together. Apparently not. Which is for the best. I mean, like, the only reason she seems so okay is because they never really like, oh, each other now they're going to have to. Well, that's what he keeps talking about. We need to move on and we need to grow and we need to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They do. I mean, if they're not going to be together, they need to let each other go. Yeah. That is essentially their storyline. Yeah. Which is most of the episode, but. It's the A story for (laughs) sure. Then there's the B plots. Yeah. Um, so Steve runs into, when he's returning these gifts, runs into a woman who plays this game with the cashier where she asks for change for a 50 Yeah, or she's paying for something with a 50. Yeah. It's Valerie Jr. is who she is. And she shows the 50 and then flips it for a 10 in her hand and hands a 10 to the woman. Yeah. It's folded. Like, so if you can imagine, it's a, like a 50 folded up and she's kind of holding it out with her thumb and forefinger. And then when the clerk goes to reach for it, she turns her hand upside down and there's a 10 underneath that. Mm-hmm. So then the, the she grabs the 10 and gives her change for that, right? Which, as you pointed out, no one that is paying attention at all would fall right. for it. Most cashiers would catch that. Mm-hmm. But she runs out the door to Steve's car. Well, Steve tries to talk to her, tries to pick her up and stuff like that, and she completely ignores him Mm -hmm. until she needs to get into his car. Right. She's like, hey, can I get a ride? And he's like, "Mm, I don't think so. And she just jumps in anyway, and she's like, drive, I got to get out of here. Can you imagine? And he does. Like, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my car. What is wrong with you? Yeah, it must be nice to be pretty. You can just jump into some stranger's car. That's insane. Um... She's not bad looking. I wouldn't say she's incredibly attractive, but eh, she's not bad looking. She's fine. Um, but yeah, so they're driving and she makes up some bullshit about how she accidentally broke the frame and they wanted her to pay for it. Mm-hmm. When in actuality, she ripped she, them off. Yeah, she stole $38 from them or whatever. Right. So how does she end up at his house? He takes her to his house and I don't know why. I think he's just driving there. She's just like, to your house. Yeah. And then while they're there, they're talking. He makes her coffee, and she's like, yeah, you know, I'm in college. and At I'm, CU, studying biology in a graduate program. Yeah, and he, she's like, but I'm not in the dorms yet, and I don't have anywhere to stay. So where have you been, Stan? What is her fucking story? She's, like, basically mm-hmm. saying she's on the street. Yeah. Which maybe she is. She's stealing. Uh, but don't let the homeless lady come live in your house, Steve. But she's like, yeah, I need to find a roommate or whatever. So a guy that likes to have fun. Mm-hmm. isn't too uh, afraid to pick up strangers in his car. <laughs> He's like, I like to have fun. I pick up strange women all the time. 
So all of a sudden now this strange woman is sleeping in his bed and he's sleeping on the couch. Mm-hmm. And he even told her she doesn't have to pay rent. Well, because she's like, what happens if I can't come up with my half, like my part of the rent or whatever? And he's like, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, because money means nothing to him. Yeah. But yeah, so he so basically. She gives, him, she gives him two kisses on the cheek. Yeah. One on the cheek and one on the forehead. Thanks mm-hmm. for saving me earlier and thanks for saving me now. Yeah. And then he takes her to the after dark, mm-hmm. thinking that he's taking her with him on a date. And she's trying to pick David up, who's working the bar. Because she recognized him as the guy that wrote that song, she says. Right. And so I think she thinks he's some kind of cash cow, when in actuality, Steve's the cash cow. She just doesn't know that. Mm-hmm. She should realize that when he doesn't care about getting rent. Yeah. But she doesn't. But Valerie, in her uh, rapid fire truth. <laughs> Truth Bombs comes over and she's like, hey, Steve, that girl might be here with that girl, but that girl is not here with you. Right. (laughs) She recognizes the whole thing, you know. He's like, oh, we'll get there. It's fine. He has no concerns. And then the next day, uh, this this woman whose name I can't remember, it calls the Bellage Hotel. I don't think we need to know her name. No, I don't think she's going to. I don't think she's long for this. She'll be in like, she'll do like a four or five episode arc and then she's gone. Uh, three. I think. I call three. All right. I'll, I'll, yeah. I like that. Okay. Um, so she calls the Bellage Hotel and she's like, yeah, I want room service for this room and leave it outside because my husband's sleeping. I fucked him into a stupor. <laughs> and um, I mean, it's both brilliant and stupid because there's so many ways it could go wrong. Well, it, yeah, it's it's a good idea, I suppose, but wouldn't the hotel know that the call is not coming from the room? If they have caller ID, they may not. Yeah. Not but, everywhere has it. Sure, but, like, don't... I feel like those, they ring direct. like, I don't know, maybe not, but... I mean, who would assume that this is somebody who's going to come in and steal the food? Yeah, I guess that's, that's true. It's not something that people normally do. I guess that's true, but... Uh, I bet it, they'll question it next time. For sure. But so she comes, so uh, Valerie overhears her. Mm-hmm. And Valerie's like, yeah, you, you're a fucking bitch, I guess, huh? She's like, good, good, uh, good scam. I wish I'd have thought of it. And then she's like, look, uh, don't fuck around with Steve. Don't hurt anybody. I will crush you kind of thing. Wow. I yeah. mean, that's, that's basically what she says. Yeah. And she's oh, like, and- I hope it doesn't step on any toes. And she's like, because I'll step back. Well, no, she asked her if David's available. And she says no. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I don't want to step on toes. And that's when she's like, I'll step back. But she takes the booty over to David's house. In a picnic basket, like Yogi Bear. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said a picnic basket. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know how she knows where David lives. That is a very good question. Uh, but she shows up with a, a picnic. <laughs> with their finest bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. Egg white omelets mm-hmm. and oh, she tries, caviar. She tries to pull the, the scam on David, too, when he's working the bar, which, like, isn't that a hint to her that he's... To him, yeah. To he, no, to her, oh, okay. that he's not the cash cow she thinks he might be, because he's working the bar. Right? But, Good point. But uh, anyway, she tries to pull that scam on him, and he's like, yeah, do idiots fall for this? Because I'm not. Right. Um, And... So when she comes with the the champagne and everything, she's like, you know, and my apologies, my way of apologizing for yeah. trying to do that. I stole from these people to apologize for trying to steal from you. Right. Well, she doesn't know that. But. So they, 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 they drink and everything. She's like, well, he goes, what about Steve? 
And she's like, look, Steve and I are friends, but... You're I like, mean, does he know that? He's a curly-haired, blonde <laughs> loser. I'm not... He's got a chia pet on his head. I'm not going to have sex with him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And so, to his credit, they do... I don't think they have sex. No. But... I don't even think they kiss. They just have lunch. Yeah. Or brunch or whatever. But to his credit, he goes over to Steve and he's like, hey, uh, that, that red-headed chick, huh? And he's like, yeah, she's mine. Uh, he's like, okay, that's all I needed to hear. And, and he's like, Hey David, you know, really stand up to ask, you know, and everything, you know, you're, you're a great guy or whatever. So I guess he's not going to go after her. I wouldn't imagine because he's a, he's a, you know, he is a stand up guy. So he is. Um, so the other storyline is kind of fucking insane. Which one? Donna and Noah. Yeah. Well, let me. So I'm trying to think. There is a. I guess Valerie's storyline really is just telling tr- the truth. In the oh, background. okay. We can finish it with that. Although there is one revelation that and that ends the episode. Maybe we should save it for the end. Okay. Okay. So then, can we talk about Donna and Noah? Yeah. So Noah's getting all these calls from his mom uh-huh. about his dad's birthday. She wants him to come to dinner the next night. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, not coming. Like, and Donna's like, but, you know, it's your dad's birthday. He's like, yeah, I was his son last year and the year before, and he didn't invite me. I don't know why they're inviting me over now. Mm-hmm. Donna does the sneakiest shit I've ever seen. I can't believe her. Like, I she, can't believe she didn't get broken up with. Right? So he call, he's on the phone with his mom at her house mm-hmm. saying no, and he hangs up and leaves, and she, like, does the star six, is it star 67, star 69, or redial. I don't know what she did. Star, she probably just pushed redial, yeah. honestly. But star, yeah, we didn't go through the whole thing where she pushes star 69, <laughs> and she's on the phone, it's like, the last number that called your line is, and she's writing it down with a pen, so she could, she probably just hit redial. Right, that's probably Actually, no, the, the mom called him, so she would have had to have done that. Was it his cell phone she used? No. Not her portable phone? No, it was a regular wireless phone. It's weird. Phone. Like, why was that conversation going on at her house? I don't even know. But, yeah, she calls his mom back and says, you know what? We will come to dinner. I think star 67 is to block your... Yeah, star 67 is to block your number. And star 69 is a callback? Star 69 is to hear the last time I called you. Okay. But, um... 99 cents for each charge, everyone. insane. Be careful. Don't do it. It's, it's a scam. <laughs> um... Also, she offers to pick up a present for his dad before that even happens. Mm. And he's like, no. no we're not going. I don't yeah. like him. We talked about this three in three different scenes, Donna. And yet she still goes and buys cufflinks. Like, she acts like she can't hear Noah speak. Mm-hmm. I would break up with her. Like, she is way over. They're not even engaged. Right. But she does call the mom. And she's like, oh, guess what? Change of plans. We're going to be there. We'll, we'll be able to show up. And then she just tells him, hey, I told your mom we're coming. And he goes. I don't even think she told him. No, she did. I think his, the mom said something to him because I think if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I believe the scene starts with him with that when they talk about it with him coming in being like, "I can't believe you said we were gonna fucking go." Now oh, okay. maybe now maybe she said before the scene started, "Hey, I did this or whatever," but we don't like really hear it. He's just like, "I can't believe you said that we would go." I told you I didn't want to go. But somehow she wins this. It's like they've been married for 10 years. Well, and he says, now I have a small quibble with him here. He says, you know what it was fucking like growing up in my house? Oh, this is dumb, yeah. Wake up at 6 a.m. 
do your chores. They're done at 6.30. Oh, my God, half-hour chores. That's fucking brutal, isn't it, Noah? Uh, then you got breakfast. You don't, you're not there. You miss out for the day, I guess. Dinner's at 6 p.m. You miss Grace? Guess you miss out on fucking uh, dinner then. Lights out at 9. That's That was my house growing up. And it's like, okay, you're a rich guy living in, with a rich family in a rich house. And you had a couple rules? I don't love structure either that much, to be completely honest with you. I'm not a... I'm not a disciplinary, like, I like to be autonomous. Mm-hmm. I don't like rules imposed upon me, just like Noah, I guess. But those sound, like, really... Reasonable? Yeah. I mean, aside from d- denying a kid a meal if they're late seems a little shitty. Sure. Later, though, he mentions... He does mention something later that, like, lead with that, Noah. Yeah, that, like, he was like, uh... His dad, uh, when they're at dinner, his dad's like, oh, no, I like to make my cocktails for me when I got home from work. Mm-hmm. One finger if I had a good day, yeah. two fingers if I had a bad day, and then I was like in three fingers when you wanted to take it out on us. Now, I don't know what that means. Does that mean physically, like beat him? Or yeah, does that mean, I would assume. Or does that mean verbally? Like, eh, either way. I mean, either way, it's not good. Right. So his dad probably had a drinking problem, a little abusive. Yeah. But. And like I said, lead with that, Noah. Yeah. Don't lead with your half hour of chores every day. <laughs> And I mean, most kids would, you know, be happy to be fed two meals. Where was his third meal, though? Did he not feed him lunch? Apparently, lunch was just laissez-faire. I guess. Whenever he was. The middle of the day didn't matter. I guess maybe he was at school for lunch. Sounds like there was no structure for the entire day between breakfast and dinner, in which case, stop your bitching, Noah. He had so much money, too. Like, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) That would be hilarious. It's like, now you got to be up at 6 a.m., fucking the one chore you have that takes half an hour do that then we're gonna eat breakfast free time <laughs> and if daddy had a good day yay Be back at six. <laughs> oh goodness oh my god but anyway so um so yeah they go to the dinner and they have that conversation he looks at the cufflinks he's like his dad is an asshole oh yeah he doesn't even say thank you for the cufflinks no Although Noah hands them to him and he says, thank, I think he said thank you to Noah. Mm. And he's like, not from me. Oh, yeah, that's true. He does. So before he even looked at the present, he said thank you. But he did not. When he looked at it, he just put it down like pissed. Mm-hmm. And then they take off, I guess. I mean, like the scene he was ends. Pro- he was probably thinking, I can't get much money for this. <laughs> scene ends. And then later he shows up at the after dark. Mm. And he's like, you know, hey, I want to talk to you. And he and Donna's there, and she's like, "I'm gonna leave you guys alone." She's like, "No, Donna's like, no, you stay." It was one of the rare situations where I got something wrong. Yeah, I thought the whole reason that like he was being introduced, the whole reason they wanted to come over, all this shit was because he was dying. But it's worse than death for a rich person. <laughs> They're, They're broke. broke. <laughs> yeah, apparently they had some kind of legal issue with their oil company and the IRS. <laughs> They've been in dispute with the IRS for several years, and their settlement is going to wipe their entire company out. So it sounds like they haven't paid taxes in uh, a thousand years. Right? Yeah, and Noah's, like, he's listing off all the stuff in, like, Noah's, um, what's it called? Trust fund. Yeah, it is attached to the stock in the company, so that'll be gone, too. So Noah is also broke now. Yeah, Noah only owns a successful Hollywood club. Right, (laughs) I guess maybe Noah's more uh, has more money than his father now. Right, so maybe his dad's gonna beg for him or whatever. Like, yeah. Dad, you can be a line cook. <laughs> Three fingers, let me take it on you, Dad. Right. 
But yeah, I mean that's that's oh, that sounded <laughs> really bad. I really did. <laughs> oh goodness! I'm gonna take it out on you later. Three fingers. <laughs> Promise. Um. <laughs> so the very end of the episode, mm-hmm. we get Valerie yeah. talking to David about how you know she's done terrible things. She deserves terrible things. She. Won't know for sure if she has AIDS for six months. And she she feels like she does not deserve to not have AIDS. And it's like, what did you do? Mm -hmm. And she finally says, I killed my father. Yeah. She she feels responsible because she murdered her father. Yeah. She doesn't just feel responsible for his suicide. She actually murdered him. Which is fine. I don't blame her. (laughs) He he was sexually abusing her. For years. Like, that's fine. Yeah, kill him. him, That's fine. Whatever. World's out an asshole. I think you deserve a star. <laughs> right. Give her all the cookies. Right. Like, uh, I, I think it would be funny. Like, if I was on the show and she said that, I'd be like, no, oh, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> how would, I like, she's tearing herself. That would be hilarious if David did that. Like, if, obviously the show's not going to do that because they want traumatic tension. Right. But it would be hilarious if, if she's like, all these years she's been torturing herself with this or whatever. And his reaction is just like, that's oh, okay. <laughs> That would be awesome. Like, what? She'd be like, what? Yeah. um, So I guess we'll dive into that next week. I guess it it explains, too, why she was so triggered by that other guy, like, dying because of her choice. Yeah. Even though she didn't kill him, people are calling her a murderer and stuff, and, like, she really is a murderer. He he didn't die, though. Yeah, that's true. He got got the, another, whatever. So he can uh, fucking rape his grandkids. That's awesome. (laughs) Asshole. I'll have my my raping strength up soon. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh uh, yeah, what a dick. Um, but that is the episode. That is the episode, Kara. Why don't you tell people where they can go to kill rapists? <laughs> you can write us at late fee nineteen ninety four at awl.com. Yep. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com mm-hmm. and share the tapes with your friends. I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.